0: How many of us modify what we show to the world just to fit the minds and the perceptions of others? How many of us adapt our film to fit the screens of others or the lenses of others? Thank you for tuning into the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. I'm your host, Isaac, bringing you an authentic perspective into the inner workings of the world. Today's message is one you won't want to miss. So let's get straight into today's episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode on The Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate your time. Let's get right into today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about success and why authenticity matters so much. Now, before we get started, I want to mention one thing, and that is at the end of last episode, I did briefly mention it, but I want to recapture it for those that are very interested in these Starting in September, we are going to be dropping a bunch of guest interviews every single Thursday until the end of the year. I'm super excited for this year's guest lineup. I'm excited to get these interviews back onto the podcast. I know that many of you love them. You love hearing me talking with other people and you loved hearing all these different perspectives on the show. So I'm very glad to bring them. There's going to be about 14 guests that will appear on the show. Some of them will be returning faces, which I'm very glad to bring back as they are great Conversationalist and great value ads. Now, as we start today's episode, I want to start with a little story. Two weekends ago, I was in Chicago. And I was in Chicago to do, I had a couple of meetings and a one of the podcast interviews I was also shooting there as well. When I was on the plane and we're flying, we're about to start flying. I don't know about you guys, but I actually always fly the same airlines. I like to, again, essentialism kind of steps in here. I always kind of reduce friction when it comes to routine. And I love to travel, but travel is has its certain routine, All right? So I always fly Delta. I always sit on the left side of the plane. I always sit on the window seat. Whenever I get um, snacks at the on the plane, I always get the biscotti and I get a ginger ale. It's the same thing I have every time. In fact, ginger ale is the only soda I drink and it's only when I fly that I drink. So just a funny little side note, but on this flight to Chicago, right, which is going to be about an hour and a half flight for me, I'm sitting there and I either watch a movie, read a book, or I just journal when I'm on the flights. Sometimes I'm asleep if it's an earlier or a red-eye flight. But this time I decided to turn on a movie. I wanted to watch something. So as I scroll through Delta Selections, I see Gladiator. Now, I don't know about you, but I love the movie Gladiator for many reasons, right? It symbolizes strength, stoicism. It symbolizes responsibility and duty. I also like the component of the fighting where it's just, right, the survival-based inspect of strength, skill, and tactics. Love Gladiator, and I decided to watch it. Now, as Gladiator begins to start, as the movie begins to play, there's this message that pops up on the screen. Now, I think many of us have seen this message a lot of times. But we don't often pay attention to it, or at the very least, I don't. And that's the message of this video was modified to fit this screen. And for some reason, it just caught me. And I started thinking about this saying, right? The original video was modified. The original film was modified to fit the parameters of the screen. And as usually in planes, I like to think a lot, right? You look out the window, you kind of just reflect on a lot about business and life in general. For me... I got to this point where I'm thinking, how many of us modify what we show to the world just to fit the minds and the perceptions of others? How many of us adapt our film to fit the screens of others or the lenses of others? And that's where this episode comes in. That's where this episode originates from. It's from me thinking, how am I living my life? And how are the people that I speak to living their lives? Because success isn't the full story. And here's why. Success is making it. Succeeding is continually making it. And successful is understanding what it embodies. Right, because here's the thing that most people don't talk about. You can succeed at some point in your life. In some way, whether it's financial or it's not, right? It can be monetary or it can be some other form of success that you accomplish. If you continually succeed, right? You're succeeding in life. You're doing well and you continue to repeat the success you've already gathered. But when you're successful, you've succeeded so many times that you start understanding what the nature of success is. Almost as if success was a language that you speak. But then you begin to ask the question of what kind of success am I getting? And how do I feel when I succeed? Because when success is authentic, when it comes from you doing the right things that you know are what you're supposed to be doing, that is the highest place you can be, especially when you do it and you feel meaning. When you are working towards success or when you are successful and you continue to succeed and you find meaning, that's when you know you're on the right path. That's when you know what's authentically true to you. But if you're succeeding and it's empty, there's a problem because there's you over here and then there's the success that you're chasing. When you're being authentically you and you're being your best you and continually improving and delivering value in what you know how to do, success comes to you. If you understand and learn very well how to chase success, you go to success. But in the process of going to success, you leave you. That's why you're either chasing money or you're making money. Some people learn how to chase money very well, but that money is never tied to them and they always feel empty. The people that are happiest and that have money, they make money. They make money as a byproduct of knowing how to deliver value and monetize the value they deliver. Because in order to do those things, you have to show people that you have value to sell and you have to know who to show that value to. And so why this matters so much is because... Legacy is going to feed the ego, right? If you if you worry about your legacy, you're just thinking about your ego and how your ego is remembered. But if you're just like locked in into the present, into the day-to-day moments of what you're doing and you start building and improving and stuff like this and you worry more about what the people in your eye think about you, what your future kids are going to think about you, what your spouse thinks about you, you get to this point where you start realizing that you're just going to have a good legacy because you're living a good life. And this is a switch I made More recently than not, where I stopped trying to focus on the end goals and started just making the process as good as I could and working at the progress or the process, making progression through the process and improving the uh, the process as I went about it. But I never forgot for a second that I always have to be me. I can't sell out because I can't live with myself. I can't look myself in the mirror or go to sleep if I don't do what I believe is right for me. I will not preach something I don't believe on the show. I will not do something that I'm not preaching about. Because there has to be that congruency. Because I already felt the result of having such congruency. It's made me better. And it's made me feel right in the, my right skin. Because when things feel off, more often than not, it's the discrepancy between our own reality and who we are. The closer our reality is to who we are, the less problems arise within ourselves. Not self-doubts, but self-conflicts. That's where you have to differentiate in your head. Where are they self-doubts, right? My ability to do something and self-conflicts. The clash between who I want to be and who I am. And resolving those self-conflicts is crucial for any sort of advancement in your life. Now, there's some points that I want to really talk about. And I kind of want to just breeze over them and then kind of really talk about them as a whole picture. Let's talk about authenticity with a relationship to self, relationship to others in a friendship, sort of platonic manner, or relationships, romantic, and business. One, authenticity builds credibility and trust. Two, you enhance your relationships. Three, they're going to align with your values and your purpose. Four, they're going to encourage innovation and creativity. Five, they facilitate um, pro- uh, professional and personal growth. Six, it's going to differentiate you from people out elsewhere in the market who don't show their authentic selves. Seven, it's going to promote well-being and resilience. And eight, it's going to make you feel better at the end of the day. And I know for me, at the end of the day, I want to make sure that I'm feeling right. Because I can't take care of me, how am I going to take care of someone else? So remember this portion of this picture. Authenticity may be a slower path, but it's the path that we all know we should be on. And if you're like me, always looking to never lie to ourselves, always telling ourselves the brutal, bracing truth, no matter the cost, you're going to get to this point where you realize that you have that path to walk down. And as soon as you overcome the fact that it's difficult and that there will be problems with it, now you move towards better problems, right? Because the whole deal with problems that a lot of us don't understand is that problems... Right, We always get problems. The problem-solution cycle goes from problem to solution. And new solutions create new problems. But we want to move from bad problems to better problems. The kinds of problems we want to be solving should be higher and higher as we move forward. And again, if you're listening to this, you're someone that doesn't believe they should ever be complacent in life. And, com- and breaking out of complacency isn't just about speed. It's about how you view where you're at. Because it's not just the tangible results that come from the numbers, but it's also how you feel as you move there. And you always want to be moving in congruency, not discrepancy. You always want to have this parameter where you move as a holistic unit and advance yourself. And even if it takes longer, that sort of advancement actually drives meaning rather than just one-sided success. Because success... True success is not a leg to stand on, but a wheel to turn. And that wheel requires several axles that ground it and that help it keep its structure. And that's the important thing you have to understand at the end of the day, is that success is going to be holistic. The success that matters, the success that allows you to look at your kids and know that you did right by them, that kind of success. And ultimately, that holistic success, the caliber and the style and the form is completely up to your discretion and how you view success. That's going to do it for me today. I hope you all enjoyed. Again, I'm super excited about the guests that are coming on. And I hope you guys enjoy the episodes as much as I am. Take care. And until next time, Veni, Vidi, Vici, I came, I saw, I conquered. We hope you enjoyed this episode on The Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show, and we appreciate it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode. We are grateful for your support, and if you are serious about improving your life, check out our coaching at www.isaacvelezgonzalez.com. Until next time, that's all for today's episode.